said Sir Grummore, laying his finger by his nose and winking at the bottle. That takes a deal of thinking about, if you don't mind my saying so. Don't mind at all, said Sir Ector. Very kind of you to say anything. Much obliged, I'm sure. Help yourself to port. Good port, this. Get it from a friend of mine. But about these boys, said Sir Grummore, how many of them are there, do you know? Two said Sir Ector. Counting them both, that is. Couldn't send them to Eton, I suppose, inquired Sir Grummore cautiously. Long way and all that, we know. It was not really Eton that he mentioned, for the College of Blessed Mary was not founded until 1440, but it was a place of the same sort. Also, they were drinking metheglin, not port, but by mentioning the modern wine, it's easier to give you the feel. "'Isn't so much the distance,' said Sir Ector. "'But that giant, what's-his-name, is in the way. "'Have to pass through his country, you understand?' "'What is his name?' "'Can't recollect it at the moment, not for the life of me. "'Fellow that lives by the burbly water.' "'Galapas,' said Sir Grummore. "'That's the very chap.' "'The only other thing,' said Sir Grummore, "'is to have a tutor.' "'You mean a fellow who teaches you?' "'That's it.' said Sir Grummore. A tutor, you know, a fellow who teaches you. Have some more port, said Sir Ector. You need it after all this questing. Splendid day, said Sir Grummore. Only they never seem to kill nowadays. Run twenty-five miles and then mark to ground or lose him altogether. The worst is when you start a fresh quest. We kill all our giants, come in, said Sir Ector. After that they give you a fine run, but get away. Run out of scent, said Sir Grummore, I dare say. It's always the same with these big giants in a big country. They run out of scent. But even if you was to have a tutor, said Sir Ector, I don't see how you would get him. Advertise said Sir Grummore. I have advertised, said Sir Ector. It was cried by the Humberland newsman and the Cardoyle advertiser. The only other way, said Sir Grummore, is to start a quest. You mean a quest for a tutor, explained Sir Ector. That's it. Hick, hike, hock, said Sir Ector. Have some more of this drink, whatever it calls itself. Hunk, said Sir Grummore. So it was decided. When Grummore Grummersome had gone home next day, Sir Ector tied a knot in his handkerchief to remember to start a quest for a tutor as soon as he had time to do so. And as he was not sure how to set about it, he told the boys what Sir Grummore had suggested and warned them not to be hooligans meanwhile. Then they went haymaking. It was July and every able-bodied man and woman on the estate worked during that month in the field, under Sir Ector's direction. In any case, the boys would have been excused from being educated just then. Sir Ector's castle stood in an enormous clearing in a still more enormous forest. It had a courtyard and a moat with pike in it. The moat was crossed by a fortified stone bridge, which ended halfway across it, the other half was covered by a wooden drawbridge, which was wound up every night. As soon as you crossed the drawbridge, you were at the top of the village street. It had only one street, and this extended for about half a mile, with thatched houses of wattle and daub on either side of it. 
The street divided the clearing into two huge fields, that on the left being cultivated in hundreds of long, narrow strips, while that on the right ran down to a river and was used as a pasture. Half of the right-hand field was fenced off for hay. It was July, and real July weather, such as they had in old England. Everybody went bright brown like red Indians, with startling teeth and flashing eyes. The dogs moved about with their tongues hanging out, or lay panting in bits of shade, while the farm horses sweated through their coats and flicked their tails, and tried to kick the horseflies off their bellies with great hind hoofs. In the pasture field the cows were on the gad and could be seen galloping about with their tails in the air, which made Sir Ector angry. Sir Ector stood on top of a rick, whence he could see what everybody was doing, and shouted commands all over the two-hundred-acre field and grew purple in the face.